2: I am professional wrestler Chris Rex, and if you're hearing my voice, that means you're listening to The Bear of Texas Podcast. My beautiful people, what is up? This is Alex Alcazaz, a.k.a. The Bear of Texas. Ladies and gentlemen, it is once again time to pick up the controller, turn on the TV, let's talk some video games, shall we? I took a little bit of time because... There's a video game I really wanted wanted to talk about for a long time. But I told myself, look, if I'm going to stick true to my own word, the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth, I might as well play the game again, re-experience the entire journey, learn some new things that I might not, might not have learned the last time I played, and just reach for the feeling of pure... Nostalgia, And that's exactly what happened as I played Doom 3. And I'm going to be honest, first of all, I never played Doom 1 and 2. I don't know why. But the truth is, back in 2004, when Doom 3 originally came out, it was on the PC, developed by ID Software, and I believe published by Activision, if I'm correct. It was introduced to me by a good friend, dating back, you know, to the year 2003, Ethan, who was a huge PC gamer, still a huge PC guy, much like Wiley, aka The Venomous Stare. He introduced me to Doom 3, and Doom 3 changed my life. Still to this day, I proudly declare Doom 3 as arguably, and I use that term loosely, arguably the greatest horror first-person shooter game ever created. And I say that Proudly, because Doom Three is an amazing game, and it's still amazing today. As I just purchased it on the PlayStation Network for just five freaking dollars, and it comes also comes with the Resurrection of Evil and apparently a bonus map, which I actually was not aware of until I made the purchase about ten days ago. Lost Mission, which I will get to, and, je- and ladies and gentlemen, I will be doing an episode on Resurrection of Evil. I can guarantee you that because i got a lot to make up for, because all the time I've, I've been gone into this, you know, not being so committed to rage quit as I've been with Into the Net FC and Cowboy Stock, which, by the way, hasn't had an episode in a month, and, of course, wrestling with a bear with my friend Chris Rex. Let's get right into it as far as Doom 3 goes. Well, of course, in the year 2004-2005, when the game was really at the peak, It was not really a game i would have expected to be created at that time but this game is brilliant brilliant graphics brilliant game style brilliant features there's really nothing negative about it even the length of the game basically the the plot and everything absolutely great a perfect perfect now would i've appreciated more if the game had been a, a bit longer well sure because in my case, y'all, when a video game keeps me very, very busy, it keeps the excitement going and going and going, well, there's nothing to complain about, is there? But in any case of a video game, there's always pros and cons. And more importantly, in my case, I should say, there's always something to complain about, or perhaps I should take it up a notch. There's always something to bitch about, right? <laughs> That's actually something I, I, I speak with Ethan all the time when we have the video our video game discussion. And that's <laughs> We definitely see eye to eye on that point. There's always something to bitch and complain about. <laughs> anyway, you know, Doom 3 is just really one of those games that's really taking you on such an intense, driven plot that you really are in a hellish nightmare. I mean, to say that you're in a hellish nightmare, ladies and gentlemen, well, there you go with one hell of a major understatement. Because Doom 3 is just, you know, a game that was really ahead of its time. I mean, if I'm correct, it was Game of the Year 2005, especially when it came out for the regular Xbox. And, much to my surprise, it actually came out on the Xbox a year later. Like, a year, exactly year, after it came out for the PC. Now, I'm asked, why didn't it come out on the Xbox immediately? And, well, quite frankly, I don't know, but... If I were to give a reason, which is is merely just a theory is perhaps they wanted to see how successful it would be on the PC. Or maybe they just... There was probably some different features on the Xbox version than the PC version. I've, I've beaten the game on both. But as far as I'm concerned, if there were some different features, I must have not have ca- caught them because perhaps I just, I just didn't notice. Or maybe there was really not much difference. So if there's very little difference, then there's really no difference at all. That's just the way I am. But anyway... So Doom 3 takes place on Mars. <laughs> the year is 2145. The Union Aerospace Corporation is arguably the most powerful biggest cor- uh, corporation on Earth. <laughs> you know, the lead graphics engineer developer for id software, who, uh, John uh, Carmack, you know, he basically says the Doom 3 technology is Unified lighting and shadowing, complex animation and scripting that show off real-time, fully dynamic per-pixel lighting and stencil shadowing. You know, and, and so I, I've been really, like, part of the features. The key advance of the Doom 3 graphics engine is the unified lighting and shadowing, of course. And the 3D engines up to and include the Quake 3 and Unreal Tournament. You know, render light maps during map creation, so. As far as Quake and Unreal Tournament, I've never played them, but anyway. And really, you know, the develop as far as the development goes, it was actually in June 2000 where John Carmack announced that there would be a start to a remake of Doom and using, quote, next-generation technology. Of course, because the the setting of the game is in the year 2145, of course, there's going to be much advanced weaponry, much advanced technology. I mean, it's got to fit the program. If you're 200 years into the future uh, into the future from now, well, of course, you got to take it up a notch. Of course, you got to be creative. You, you, you got to make it, I say, talk the talk, walk the walk. I mean, I don't know if, I, if that actually fits in the world of video games, but the bottom line is you got to make it look as realistic as possible, even if it's just merely a video game. Video games have to have Realistic ideas creations it's about making the video game a success It's about making it popular and it's about keeping it popular for decades to come perhaps centuries if you want to take it that far <clears throat> You know the plot I'm not gonna go over the entire plot but the the, way, the plot I see it if I'm just gonna make a long story short is The UAC research research facility on Mars which specializes in scientific work and research in biological research, weapons technology, teleport- teleportation, all kinds of things. All things related to science and military applications, you know. It's just it's, it's just absolutely un- unbelievable. But from what I understand, it's basically focused on medical research, biological research, weapons technology, inventions, teleportation. You know, it, it's really about making if you're focusing on the future one step at a time but making huge accomplishments and objectives to keep the to keep the status of the future being bright it's about staying focused on the on the future always coming up with new things to keep things ahead well basically to give everybody a a, a better life but as far as uac goes if if i remember their, their little uh what should i say their motto is about you know keeping the future bright i mean that's what i would say but anyway but the plot as far as it goes, so basically, a t- teleportation experiment goes wrong. A barrier or get a-, a gateway to hell, literally hell, is open. The entire base is invaded by demons from hell. A large wave goes to the base, killing everybody, zombifying the staff, demons invading. Man, at the end of the game, you're the only survivor. The character you play as, he's a United States Marine... He never speaks. I mean you you hear him grunt and everything, but he never he never utters a peep, although he understands exactly what you're saying to him, obviously. But it's just weird, he never uttered a peep. And I and I spoke to this with Ethan, my, my good friend. He says, Well, you know, in the case of the character, really there was really nothing for him to say. And at first I I really couldn't understand that. But after a while I I guess I came to the realization, you know what? I think you're right. I mean, he doesn't do any talking, he just does, he just, you know how you say, walks the walk, he just does as he's told, he does what needs to be done, no questions asked. So, that's where we saw eye to eye on that again. But anyway, so once, at the beginning of the game, you're on a, I don't know if I should say a ship, obviously you're on a ship, you're on a ship with uh, Counselor Elliot Swan and his bodyguard Jack Campbell, apparently Dr. Petruger, the dude in charge of the UAC Research Facility, is engaging in unauthorized experiments or you know there's just a lot of things going on going on at the mars base a lot of staff are requesting transfers out they're spooked they're scared and as you during the game you pick up so many pdas like to to get clearances because you know in the game you know you're really making your way through an entire base that's like a huge base i mean mean, because you know at the beginning of the game you basically acquire a PDA and then the guy that gives it to you says if you uh, get any clearance for uh, for any zones it, it downloads directly. So basically because there's a lot of times where we have to go through a door where it requires security clearance and yet you would have to pick up another PDA belonging to somebody else who again was ki- is killed because remember at the end of the game you're the only one alive so so when you pick up these PDAs there's these emails, there's these um, video logs. Really quite useful information, and, and keep in mind in Doom Three, there's all these lower these uh, locker storages, and a lot of these emails actually have the coast to them. And those storages either have health packs, ammunition, armor, you know, or access cards. You know, uh, it really helps you get through the entire game. So those, so the PDA emails, everything, it is really important. Because, you know, as far as I'm concerned, you know, there's a lot of Doom 3 players. And I, I shit you not, folks. I swear to you. I'm not blowing smoke up your ass, but... There were a lot of Doom 3 players that were actually really annoyed about having to rely on these reading these emails and everything. I'm like, guys, it's part of the game. You need it. You don't know how useful information will be. Besides, what's the problem? Read the emails. You might see something cool, right? <laughs> but anyway... So basically, uh... You're, once you start the game, you get your PDA. The first objective is to go to Marine Command, which is a Mars city, and, and talk to uh, Sergeant Kelly. I guess he's the guy in charge of security and everything else. Uh, well, if, since you're a Marine, of course, obviously you're going to talk to Sergeant Kelly. You report to him, and the the first uh, assignment he gives you is he tells you another member of the science team has gone missing, and he, and your and your assignment is, is to go find him. So, and when you find that missing si- uh, scientist. That's when he tells you that there's something not right, that he saw something that he should not, not have seen, and that he needs to warn everybody on the base. Well, that's where the shit hits the fan. That's when the, a, tel- a teleportation def- experiment goes completely wrong. The, the, how do you say? The gateway to hell is wide open. Hell is coming on Mars. So, to, to skip... It sounds like I said I can't go step by step through the entire game, but... The point of the entire game is to stop the demons that have invaded the base from getting on Earth. That's the plot of the whole thing. That's that's the final thing you do at the end. Because in, that, in this game, believe it or not, you go to... You actually do get teleported to Hell. Twice. Not once, but twice. So, it's absolutely amazing that this character has gone to hell and back, not once, but twice. (laughs) So, now hell has really gotten on Mars. Now you gotta stop it from reaching Earth. Hmm. You know, speaking of these difficulties, you know, (laughs) there's the recruit, marine, veteran, and nightmare. I'm going to be honest with you. I didn't play on Nightmare, nor did I play on Veteran. I actually played on Marine. I'm not going to play on Recruit because if it's too easy, it's not going to be fun. Again, just want to be honest with everybody. But anyway, now the weapons of this game. You know, what's amazing is when you start the game, you know, right before you start the assignment, well, as soon as uh, Sergeant Kelly gives you the orders to go find the missing scientist, he programs a, a robot. Again, it's the year 2145, and robots are... You know, a part of the technology. I mean, that's one of the technologies focused on at the UAC research facility, right? Again, it's about keeping the future bright. So you have to follow this robot, and, and, it, and it leads you to the uh, Mars City elevator where you take the elevator down, you go to the, to go to the security control, and he clears you, uh, he gives you the clearance, and then you, you pick up your first weapon, which is just a, a flashlight. You pick up a flashlight and a, and a hand pistol, and that's it. And eventually, out throughout the game, that's where you start, you know, discovering new weapons. You know, you'll eventually get a shotgun, a machine gun, a chain gun, a plasma gun, a rocket launcher. You know, the super shotgun, which I believe was in Resurrection of Evil. I didn't see the super shotgun in Doom Three, but it's also the BFG nine thousand. You know, which is the pinnacle of weapons technology of the U- of the UAC. I mean, that weapon is huge. Now, I gotta be honest with you folks, I, re- I rarely used it, and I had my reasons why, because with these powerful weapons, you need to save them for the bosses, okay? Because when you play on the level of Marine, believe it or not, dude, you lose health quick, especially when you are hit by these demons. I mean, and we'll go through all these demons, I mean, I'm not gonna go through them all, but you know, there's these demons, you know, that throw this fireball at you, there's that There's a demon, that skull demon that has a thing on its, uh, on its chest, or on its back, on its shoulders, and it shoots rockets at you. Okay, and there's, al- there's also that demon that's like you know like a big like a big bulldog. It's like ha- like a bulldog body with like robotic legs, and there's just so much. and Of course, there's the zombies, but the zombies are really never a problem. I mean, of course, uh, it, with the exception of the chainsaw zombies and the, and the zombies. Well, zombies never really cared a chainsaw. I, I mean, the, the, those things that cared a chainsaw, I wouldn't I wouldn't call them a zombie. Some might call them a super zombie, but for me, it's just a. Uh, it's just all the marines of the all all the marines of the base that get mutated because when the portal goes through, all these things fly into the base and they mutate the entire marine security. Like, so you not only fight zombies and demons, but you have to fight mutated marine soldiers and they shoot at you. So it's not just zombies and demons, like mutated soldiers with guns that shoot at you, and some of them have chainsaws, some of them have the chain gun, and the chain gun, and the chainsaws. That's deeper in the game. So of course the game starts out easy and the level of difficulty slightly increases each section of the game. I mean again, that's you know part of, that's part of the challenge and quite frankly that's what makes the game fun. Ladies and gentlemen, let's take a quick 90 second break. I will go pay some bills. I'll see y'all in 90 seconds. Ladies and gentlemen, I am back. And yes, I did mean it literally to pay some bills because I'm actually happy to announce that the sponsorship for Rage Squid, the the IT uh, technology company that that gave me this chance, wanted to renew it. So I said, you know what? Let's do it. Why not? Starting at the bottom with sponsorships, going to work the way up. So anyway, so going through these weapons and then going through all these things you fight, I mean, it was really cool. Now, as far as my favorite weapon goes... To be honest, you know, the BFG-9000 is obviously the best weapon, but because it's not the weapon I liked using the most, it's not my favorite weapon. The truth is, my favorite weapon is the plasma gun. Now, that is a real thing of beauty. That is really, truly, at the level of pinnacle, or on the level of the words of Wiley a.k.a. the Venomous Stare, it's a weapon that is absolutely 100%, no, 150% god tier. Yeah, I do like quoting Wiley the Venomous Stare on the word God Tier because, well, that is God Tier. The the plasma rifle is just something, you know, absolutely unbelievable. It's obviously not a weapon you would see, you know, today in the year 2021, but again, this game takes place in the year 2145 know we're way more advanced at that point in 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 in, in civilization right i mean i don't know i won't be alive i won't be alive (laughs) by then but anyway you know looking at these lists of the of these demons you know there's the hell knight the lost soul the mancubus pinky renevant cyber demon cocky demon (laughs) i don't know which one's which i never paid attention to the names but all these demons they are not something that you want to take lightly they are all pretty difficult to kill. Sometimes it's much easier depending on which weapon or how good you are with the reflexes. But this entire game's a challenge. Now we get to the zombies. Okay, so it says here, okay, a chainsaw zombie and, okay. It's just for me, okay. Well, I mean, there, there, there's a couple of zombies that maybe with a chainsaw. I know that some zombies carry a wrench. Of course, there's the fat zombie, the zombie that's on fire, the morgue zombies and everything. There were a couple of new monsters that, uh, according to this, uh, were encountered. But uh, I, I didn't notice anything new because, you know, it, it's been so long since I played, so I really couldn't really recognize anything that was new as far as monsters went. But, uh, well, yeah. You know, there's a, you know, and actually, if you follow me on Twitter, you'll notice that within the last few days, I posted numerous pictures of me, uh, you know, from the game. I really like taking, like, doing the screenshots of me playing games, although it's difficult because when you're being attacked in this game, if you stop for a screenshot, then you try to share it, you know, you're actually going to die, like, because I would notice I take a beautiful screenshot, I share it on Twitter, everything's taken care of, as soon as I go back to the game, I found out that I died. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, Some might say, well, don't you have anything better to do rather than taking pictures? <laughs> But also, there's. I did record two videos and posted them to my YouTube because I wanna. I wanna really do more with the uh, recording uh, gizmo thingy. I don't know why I just said the word gizmo, but any, but y- y'all get the point. Like you can record some of your gameplay on the PS4, and I wanna do that a little bit more because you know. For me, video games, guys. You know, and I don't have. I never have enough time to play video games. But video games to me, at, at this point in my life, it's a remedy to stave off depression. Because I'm at a point in my life where I gotta keep busy. I really gotta keep paying my dues so I can achieve that success to finally be the best, uh, the best point in my life. And as far as paying dues, as difficult as as it is, you know, it's frustrating because you know I'm being paid very little to absolutely nothing for all my effort. But that's that's part of the challenge. You gotta go through all that for so so much. You gotta sacrifice so much to. Get to the point where it's all worth it at the end, and that's and I know that's what's that's what's, that's what's going to happen. That's why my good friend and my co-host of Wrestling with the Bear, Chris Rex, along with the guys like Ricky Lint Darnell the Playmaker, Solins, and so much more people who really do care about me have been rooting me on, and these guys really mean the world a lot to me. And Ricky actually is the one who convinced me to keep Rage Quit alive because he loves this show. Thank you, Ricky. Love you, man. But anyway, I'm going back to the game. There was really, uh... You know, sorry, I, I lost my freaking train of thought, but... Any- oh yeah, that's right. Uh, so I about the recordings. But anyway, so I recorded two videos, and there was one about... There was a part of the game where there were these zombies trapped in cells. And I, uh... Went to one of the fat zombies that's like literally banging his head on the cell door. And I actually showed the video to Ricky, and Ricky said, oh, it would have been better if the zombie was bleeding. I said, yeah, yeah, well... Zombies can't really bleed out, can they? <laughs> but anyway... You know, as I'm looking at the levels, man, I'm like, I really went through I really went through a total of 27 missions? Well, technically it's not level. Well, maybe it is level, but, you know, there's all these points of the game. Like you start off in Mars City, go to Mars City Underground, the Union Aerospace Subsystems, and then the Corporate Division, start on Mars City. And then when you get to Alpha Labs, that's what the intensity really picks up big time. So, Alpha Labs Sector 1 Union Aerospace Science Division Sector 1 of course that's where the game really that, that's where the plot really becomes more of a reality and by that I mean is this is where the game really has it's true beginnings like you really are on this journey to save the freaking base <coughs> excuse me you know, four sectors of Alpha Labs and, and, and it's all quite lengthy but that's what I like if it's too short it's not worth it to me As far as the objectives, man. I mean, the objectives just come to you right on the fly, and these are and many of these objectives you never anticipate them. But that's part of the surprise. That's the key element of video gaming. It's the element of surprise. Objectives come right at you, and it's something you do not expect. That is pure gold, ladies and gentlemen. Oh man, and no alpha. I was going through sector four. I mean eventually you get to Del- delta labs is, is like the pinnacle of the base i mean delta labs is where the teleportation experiments are made and you know, the delta labs in my honest opinion that's the most important part of the base again it's the pinnacle it's the pinnacle of the of the marine uh, research the biological research but of course you know the main thing there is the teleportation devices but delta labs is not for a long time you know you get through the four sectors of uh of alpha labs, you get through the Emperor plant, the energy processing and storage, which was actually something cool. You know, I really want to take a look, you know, and, you know, it's the ninth level of Doom 3, of course. You know, it, it starts out, you know, there's a Bravo team. Like, see, that, that's part of the, the main objective. Once you try to get through Mars City, you, you go back up where you met Sergeant Kelly. He gives you a new objective. It's, it's to rendezvous with Bravo team. And then once you get to that part, the the entire Bravo team is ambushed and wiped out. But there's only one single survivor, which you will meet later. You know, and then you you, you basically get close to uh, Elliot Swan and Jack Cable. They're trying to attempt to intercept uh, Marines, you know, to, to transmit a distress call because, you know, that's, that, that becomes another huge object, objective to send a, a distress signal to call for backup. Like, you know, there's the entire fleet from Earth. You have to call him and send him here, and then Elliot Swan tries to stop you from doing it. I mean, they destroy one of the communications machines, Then you find the backup one, and then and then he literally warns you, don't do it, and you have the choice. Send a message or don't do it, and I chose to send a message because I'm going to follow the orders of Sergeant Kelly. I mean, like I said, the character you play as is a Marine. Your superior, Sergeant Kelly, gave you a direct order. You must carry it out. That's the honor of being a Marine. You will do as what you're told when you're told to do so. Anyway, Uh, (laughs) so so once you get that, uh, after the the plan, that's where you get to the communications transfer. There's the maintenance and the transfer station, and then eventually when you get to the 11th level, you get to communications, central communications tower. That's where you send the call. Man, look at the walkthrough. I mean, I look at that. Just... You find several PDAs, you know... Hmm. And that's where you send the call, you know... Get to the fleet, and... And once you send the fleet, Elliot Swan scolds you by saying, you know... You just doomed the entire mission, and... And then, then basically, Petruger taunts you and says, um... That the demons will wipe out the fleet... And use the fleet's ships to reach Earth, to destroy the Earth, so... But, again... <clears throat> Sergeant Kelly give you a direct order, and you're gonna you're gonna you're gonna have to carry it out. I mean, Marines do as they are told. So after getting through the communications, now you got to make through. You gotta, now the 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 main objective is to make your way through Delta Labs, but that's a long way ahead still. You got to get through the monorail sky sky bridge, you know, the facility transport, and then you get through, through the recycling plant. I mean, the waste recycling plant. Now there was a challenging part of the game. R- real challenge right there but again I thrived on it the challenge is what we thrive on isn't it but then eventually we get through the um the monorail facility you know the transport you actually get on the monorail and, and you know fly you find a scientist that, that was hiding in there and the monorail malfunctions you have to get off and and like manually reset the brakes or something like that and then you of course you come back and the scientist is dead I mean again Anybody that you leave behind, even though you tell me, they say, go take care of this, I'll, I'll be fine here. You come back and they're dead. So now we get to the the biggest part of the games, Delta Labs. Level 1, Union Aerospace Research Division. There's level 2A, 2B, 3, and 4. Well, Delta Labs, now there's the pinnacle of the entire plot of the game. Super challenging a lot of stuff and you pick up several weapons in this game You know before then, you know you pick up a variety of weapons and like I said the weapons are not all found at once You start out with the pistol then you find the shotgun the assault the machine gun Now eventually when you get deeper in the game you eventually get the chainsaw the plasma rifle the grenade launcher the grenades everything so It's like this Legend of Zelda Ocarina of Time, you know as you progress through the games you find the new toys I mean, that's part of it. You know, it's like a scavenger hunt. You got to find them. So after after the completion of Delta Labs, now you really, now now you get teleported to hell by Petruger and you got to fight your way through then you got to get through a boss. There's actually several bosses in the game. I didn't go through them all because, you know, I forgot where exactly each one is, but anyway. So when you literally go to hell, I mean, it's just literally all hell's fire and brimstone so you go to hell then you get you, you defeat the boss you get teleported back to Mars and the, the sad part is is when you when you do go to hell when you get you know teleported to hell you lose all your weapons now you pick up some of them in hell obviously and keep in mind there's actually a PDA you find in hell because remember you're in Delta Labs they they, they work on highly teleportive experiments I mean I, there's even experiments where scientists literally go to hell to you know to study it or whatever but eventually, you get out of there. Now you're back at the Delta Complex. And you make yourself through a central processing, the the distribution center. Eventually, to the primary server bank, and you'll get through these caverns. You know the excavation transfers. I mean, that's where they really would find these artifacts. See, that's another thing about uh, the UAC, especially on Mars. There's the excavation um, programs. And when, when you start the game, you know you see these emails about these artifacts that are supposedly found. And then eventually, an email actually says that these art, that the artifacts have really been because there's a lot of emails and video logs about employees saying, re, reporting about other employees hearing voices, freaking out. And then eventually, you learn like maybe these artifacts that were found are, are the cause of all this. Maybe the, these artifacts shouldn't have been messed with. But anyway, so eventually, you get to the primary excavation, of the artifact dig, and you get teleported to hell again, and you come back. Because Sergeant Kelly is the final boss of the game Yeah unfortunately it's sad But Sergeant Kelly is the final boss of the game You gotta fight him You gotta kill him And that's that So Anyway But now that I went through it Do I plan on playing the game again Well Perhaps I I know eventually I'll, I'll certainly Have the itch to fight it to, to play the game again I'll certainly crave it again I just don't know how long it'll be But eventually it will happen you know, but what I'm told is that, you know, is, you know, there's though, a PDA room, I, I think. I mean, I, I never really paid attention to it. I mean, I, I did just complete the game, but, you know, I, I got to do the last thing before eventually the final cutscene, but. But this game's just absolutely amazing. But it's more fun today than it ever was back then. I mean, especially now, now that I'm an adult, but. The fact that you know it's it's hard to find you know in this in this game we move there's a lot of health packs I mean it's really hard to come they're hard to come by because the demons that you fight I mean they hit you that takes away a lot of health like sometimes three hits is enough to have you killed so but now as frustrating as it is I mean that that's part of the challenge that's what we like about games so yeah anyway so in my case like I said Doom three is you know arguably the greatest horror first person shooter ever made. I would, I always say that, that Left 4 Dead's the best zombie game, you know. But the you know with Doom three, I mean, it's not just zombies. I mean, it, it's a horror game because again, there's demons and everything. So, but these but both these games, you know, much like Left 4 Dead, I mean, Doom three is just really, absolutely, amazing, I, and I strongly recommend to people. I mean, I've recommended the game to Wiley, aka the Venomous Stare, uh, to my other friend uh, Chris Smith, who's a huge gamer, uh, um, PC and a uh, console. He's more of a console guy. He says he's only played the first Doom, but I, I said, "Dude, you have to play Doom 3. I mean, believe me, it's going to change you. It's you'll, you'll be mesmerized. I mean, it, it's it's going to get you for, for all the right reasons, but in my honest opinion, Doom 3 is just so underrated. Because it's a game that's not often talked about. I mean, a, a lot of much of my suppose a lot of people have never played it. I'm Like, dude, you got to. If you're a first-person shooter guy, especially if you love horror games, Doom 3 is a game you got to play, much like Half-Life 2. Doom 3, folks. If you get a chance to play it, do it. You will not be disappointed. Ladies and gentlemen, Rage Quit is available to you on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, and YouTube. This is the Bear of Texas. I will see y'all next time. Y'all be safe now.
3: Support for this podcast and the following message come from Coriant.